This is on test one, two, test one, two. All right, here we go. Next episode of Trailer Talk with Ryan starts right now. All right, campers. Here's another episode of Trailer Talk with Ryan. I'm Ryan. This is my trailer, and I'm talking. All right, so I wanted to talk today a little bit about... uh, Life as a campground host. I get this question a lot. Like, hey, how do you become one? What is one? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. So I will tell you my experiences uh, and tell you how I became one, why I became one, what do I do, and, you know, if I like it or not. Right now, I'm currently currently, uh, a maintenance host. Uh, doing a six-month uh, stint up here at a lovely Vogel State Park up in uh, North Georgia Mountains. And I'm loving it. It is fantastic. It's getting cold now. Uh, but other than that, it's it's the bee's knees. Uh, this summer, I, uh, I did a couple months as a campground host. So you have a campground host, you have a maintenance host. And I'll go over the differences in a little bit. Uh, so it's, and, and I, I enjoyed that too. It was great. It was wonderful. Um, what started me becoming a host was, um, Tiff and I were talking about, uh, the possibility of being campground hosts when we are full-time RVing and, you know, it it allows, uh, you know, allows time to, um, be in one spot for a little while and, um, have have the comforts of of all the hookups and and possibly make a couple bucks here and there so i was like yeah okay fine i have the ability to go and and dip my toe in it and and see what it's like and she can come up and visit when she can and uh we both can uh you know experience it a little bit and so so that's what we did we um we looked all through all the different uh state parks in Georgia. We, you know, I, I was, I was the one looking because since I was the one, uh, you know, mainly, you know, since I'm going to be doing it and narrowed it down to like all the, the North Georgia, uh, parks. I don't want to do anything South. I want to be in the mountains. I want to be able to ride my bike up here in the mountains and, and enjoy the cooler temperatures. So, uh, I did, identified those parks, uh, came up with a list. I think I had like five or six parks and started the process of applying online. So, uh, you know, you just go to the, the park's website. So if, you know, if you're in Ohio, you go to the Ohio State Parks website. Um, and, you know, you follow the, the buttons and links for volunteering and camp hosting and, and, uh, they will show you the um, the vacancies, the job vacancies, and you can uh, you know apply based on what's available. So I applied, put down my list of um, parks that I would be willing to work at, and Cloudland Canyon was actually the top of my list. I wanted to go there originally um, because it has bike trails like it, like leaving from the park so uh it would have been uh really cool there 
and uh, you have to do a background check. So I think that was like about 15 bucks. And uh, then you hear back from uh, the parks department and, you know, you're like, hey, you're approved or, hey, you're not approved, uh, whatever. And then you talk to that lady and uh, she puts you in touch with the parks needing uh, needing vacancies to be filled. So then you talk to the park, do a, like a over-the-phone interview, and they let you know whether or not uh, you know, you'll be hired, even though you're a volunteer. Um that was the that was the hardest part was working and communicating with uh with the parks department and the actual parks because um the parks department is severely um understaffed so you know you have like one lady working all these different campgrounds and and filling host positions for them and then the um the state parks themselves you have these park managers who they don't work behind a desk, by the way, you know, they are out in the park doing stuff, you know? Um, and so, you know, they, they may only check their emails and voicemails, you know, like once a week, you know, to, uh, to get back to you. So be patient, plan ahead. Don't wait until the last minute and decide that you want to do a campground host thing. Uh, and, uh, and and you know you should have some have some luck, um, even if you don't get the part that you wanted. Like like I didn't get the part that I wanted. It wasn't on the top of my list. Now luckily, uh, you know Vogel's a an amazing park, and I like it a lot. And I decided to come back. Uh, but even if you don't get your dream um, park, still you know if if it's possible, you know still. Take the other opportunity so you can kind of get in the system. You can get the experience. You can talk to people. Uh, and uh, when your period, you know, when your time is up uh, at that park, you may have already made contacts at the other park, and you can kind of transition nice and smooth over to that one. Um, it's kind of like the, the who you know type of thing. Uh, so it's, it's worth it. Uh, the... Camp hosts for the state here, uh, for state parks, um, it is volunteer, so you don't get paid. You do get a campsite with full hookups. You get electricity, you get water, and you get sewer. So that is fabulous because it's so nice. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to, like, fill up one of those little portable poop tanks and uh, cart it down to the the sewer dump. Uh, that's just like I wouldn't be doing that if I had to do this, or I wouldn't be doing this if I had to do that, right? Uh, so this really great. It's super comfortable and uh, perfect. So there's um, you know there's different places where you can be camp hosts. You can do it at state parks. You can do it for the United States Corps of Engineer parks. Uh, National Forest Service campsites, um, the national parks, um, even some privately owned uh, campgrounds may have camp host positions. Uh, military bases, um, you can do them for that. Um, and I'm, I'm sure there's, there's more that, that uh, I don't know. Um, 
And some are volunteer, like here, you, you don't get paid, but you get a free site. Some you get a free site and you get a, a, a paycheck. Um, and then there's, you know, there's other that, where there's a mixture. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, some sort of, you know, combination of uh, payment and uh, uh, facilities. So, you know, just, just find what's around you or, you know, find a spot that you want to go to and, and see what's available. Um, the, uh, for the, the state parks here, uh, they like you to be, um, uh, here for six months, a six month period. Uh, so that's why I'm doing this winter, this summer, because of all the craziness there's, they were just like, Hey, we just need you to come for as long as you would like to, because, you know, they had a lot of people that were supposed to be here, but because of the <clears throat> thing going on, uh, they backed out because you, know, you are a volunteer, so you don't have to come. Uh, so I did two months this summer as a campground host, which normally you, know, you have to do like a six month thing. So uh, different places will have different requirements. So just you know, look at that and see see what you're willing to uh, to do. Um, so the the difference between a campground host and a maintenance host it's pretty simple. A campground host, you're going to uh, clean the bathrooms and the comfort stations and clean the uh, campsites after the campers leave, after they check out. As a maintenance host, which not all places have maintenance hosts, and the duties of a maintenance host may be different here and there. Uh, so I'll just, you know, I'm, I'm only telling you from my experience. I'm not trying to uh, provide... Uh, the definitive uh, answer for you. Uh, so what I do is every day I empty the big trash cans, the big bear, the bear-proof cans that are around the park, the big metal ones. I empty those uh, twice a day, and I clean the fire pits at the cabins that people rent. So when people check out from a cabin, I'll go clean out their fire pit. Hmm. So... That, uh, that's the different types of hosts that the Georgia State Parks have. Now, when this summer, when I was a campground host, my day started eh, like eh, 8.30, sometimes 9. Um, there, were other, there were other hosts that were better at getting up early. Um, but I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't want to, I just, you know, I don't, I don't want to get up at like six. I mean, some of these, some of these hosts are like, you know, they're getting up at the six or seven. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're working at like six or seven, you know, cleaning the bathrooms and what, whatnot. Uh, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. That's just too early for me. My, uh, my alarm clock actually doesn't go that early. <laughs> uh, so I would uh, start, you know, 839, drive down to the visitor center, pick up the check-in, check-out sheet, shows me which uh, campsites I need to, to clean. Then I come back up, and, and oh, and they give you a, um, a little side-by-side, -side. not like a really awesome, you know, like Polaris or anything. Um, it's just like uh, some cheap rundown one, but it's fine. <coughs> Man. Uh, so drive back up, uh, I would, um, clean my bathrooms first. I had one large facility that had the laundry room and multiple 
uh, bathrooms. And then I had a smaller one, um, which are similar to the other ones throughout the camp. I don't, I had, we have four bathrooms. Three are the smaller that have like four individual bathrooms and showers. So the showers inside the bathroom. Uh, and then we had like the one big one with the laundry facility. Uh, so I do the big one, clean that, um, you know, so, you know, you're cleaning bathrooms, right? Cleaning, sweeping, mopping, wiping down the toilets, cleaning the mirrors. Uh, I blow off the parking lot and the sidewalk, uh, you know, stuff like that. So that would take, uh, roughly like an hour and a half. Um, and you know, I was doing it by myself. Uh, a lot of hosts will have, will be couples. So, you know, go a little faster. So then I, uh, I run over to the uh, second bathroom, do that one. It took about yeah, roughly 45 to an hour. Um, clean that one. And then I start uh, cleaning campsites. Uh, you have to blow all the leaves off, pick up all the trash, which, good Lord, some, some of these people leave like insane amounts of trash. Whatever. Uh, and then you clean out the fire pits. And again, people leave fires going. They're like, they're on fire. Um, only you can prevent a fire. Uh, forest fire. Whatever. Uh, so clean out the, the fire pits. And um, then you, you, know, you go back to the visitor center, check and see if they need uh, the ice... Uh, more ice brought into the store to be sold. Uh, same with fire bundles of firewood. Go see if you need to stock that. Um, and then you just kind of, uh, you know, you, you kind of have like a running list of projects um, that, you know, in your head, you kind of, like, you know, create, create them yourself. Uh, like mine, what my pet peeve was uh, uh, gravel... Uh, on the roadways. So I wanted my, and, and like pine straw and stuff like that. I wanted my roadways to be clean uh, for all the campers. Um, number one, the, the roads are small. So like if you can't see where the shoulder is, then that road keeps getting narrower and narrower. And uh, a lot of these campers are pretty new at tow, towing trailers and whatnot. So you got to give them, uh, you know, as much roadway as you can. And plus it looks nice. I, I like the, the way it looks. So that was always my little project. Like, Hey, I'm done with all my things. Um, everything's, you know, stocked, good to go. Now I'm going to go, uh, clean some extra stuff. And you know, you finish about, huh, usually no later than three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I, I would put six hours in, uh, each day. Um, so as, as a volunteer, they want you to do a minimum of t 24 hours a week. And as a campground host, you would work four days on and four days off. So six times four is 24. So I do six hours, you know, sometimes, well, actually I'm trying to remember it was, I mean, it was, it was super rare if you ever did over six hours. And it's not like you have to stay out there and just work, work, work. I mean, you know, you come back to your trailer, you know, you know eat lunch, you know, whatever. It's, um, it's a very relaxed environment uh, when you compare it to, you know, like if you're a retired person, then 
you had a uh, a job for you know 30 40 years whatever uh you know you you punched the clock and you were working you know the whole time right so this is nothing like that now you do uh, you know you can't be lazy and you have to be self motivated um because you know you're not supervised really um and you have to be able to clean bathrooms you have to be able to to, to stomach the cleaning of bathrooms there's been a couple camper uh, camp hosts that uh, they were not able to stomach it um bless their hearts so they you know they struggled um also there's you know there's no wi-fi and barely any cell service up here in the campground itself once you get out of the main area so you know you are secluded which i mean i i enjoy it but some people some people do not so as a maintenance host i start my day with a with a hot cup of joe and a positive attitude no <laughs> no uh i go over to the maintenance barn at 8 a.m. and meet with the the crew the guys talk about um fishing and hunting and fast cars and loose women um <laughs> um no we don't in case they are their bosses are listening we don't do that talk about uh you know what needs to be done that day any any like project type stuff whatever so we break from there. I go and start working on the trash, get all the trash bags, empty all the trash cans. And then that takes, eh, well, it kind of depends. depends on the day. Uh, if it's like a Sunday morning, that means Saturday, uh, all the picnickers have dumped all their trash, you know, after my last round uh, on Saturday. So they're full. So sometimes it takes more loads. But anyways, it, it normally it takes like an hour. Uh, on super crazy busy days, it takes it takes a couple hours, which is fine. Whatever. Like, what else are you gonna do? Uh, take out the trash, then go look for cabins that are leaving, and you can clean the uh, fire pits up. And then once you once you get like all the cabin, all the fire pits from the cabin, um, I'll go and link back up with the maintenance guys, see what they're doing. See if I can help them on working on something. Um, do lunch, come back, do uh, you know, finish whatever we were doing um, before lunch, and then hit the trash cans one more time, and then I'm out by like two o'clock. Um, earlier was it earlier this month or last month, depending on what day. Oh no, it's oh gosh. Yeah, so last month, man, uh, you know, leaves were still falling, and we were blowing leaves uh, all over the place. So, so that was one project that I was able to help them with is uh, blowing the leaves. And then I actually created some things for myself, uh, blowing the leaves off of the hiking trail and the bike trail around the park. I did that because you know the leaves build up and water doesn't drain and then it just becomes this horrible mess so you know you can kind of find stuff you know you you, you figure things out right it's it's again really relaxed 
and uh, just a lot of fun. So if you enjoy being outside, you you enjoy doing yard work, or you enjoy you know piddling around the house out you know doing stuff, then then it's definitely something that uh, could be a possibility. Um, just not here though, because I have it on lock. So don't be stepping on my toes. I'm just joking, but not not really. So go find another park. Go go work somewhere else because I love it here. Please don't take my job. Um, <laughs> so that's my uh, my lack of short term memory is really affecting me now. I don't know what I've talked about and what I haven't talked about. Um. That's great. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so I, I I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, it. It affords me the opportunity to be outside and to, you know, do some light labor work. Uh, kind of stay in, sh- you know, get get back in shape. You know, build some muscles back up. Uh, I can ride uh, the bike after work easily because uh, I have plenty of time and. I don't have to drive anywhere. I live in like a cycling area, so that's great. So it's it's definitely something that uh, I think uh, I will continue doing until we go full time. Uh, whether or not we will do it full time or do the hosting thing once we go full time, um, I think it's definitely a possibility. You know, I, we'll be traveling around, so it'll be different states and what have you. Uh, so that's fine, but yeah, no, I I totally see us um, doing this, uh, you know, from you know from time to time. It's great. I enjoy it. It's lovely, 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 lovely. So that takes care of. I don't think I'm. Am I? Am I forgetting anything? Can you think of anything that you'd want to know? If you do, if you do think of anything that you want to know, you can. Shoot me an email at trailertalkwithryan at gmail.com. And uh, I will, you know, get back and answer you. And uh, we'll go from we'll go from there, guys. Okay. I'm going to finish my movie. I'm watching uh was it Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or Crouching Whatever. My memory's so bad. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Kicking Panda, Ducking Ostrich. Something like that. I don't know. All right, guys. You enjoy your time. I hope this was uh, entertaining and informative. And uh, if I just totally, like, uh, stop talking about what I was supposed to be talking about, and you're like, this doesn't make any sense, then... um, then all those concussions have affected my brain. And I apologize. So, until next time, keep on camping, campers. Bye now. Trailer Talk is brought to you by Carbo Rocket. Whether a weekend warrior or an ultra-endurance athlete, Carbo Rocket gives you the fuel you need to win. All natural and gluten-free, Carbo Rocket. Fuel smarter, go farther.